One good afternoon and good evening, everybody. Timmy here for the Team List Tuesday pod for round three. Guys, I've got Cookie, I've got Roscoe, I've got Scotty, and I've got Paulie. Um, some big changes, big fantasy changes. How'd you guys go last week? Cookie, let's start with you. How'd you go? Uh, not good. Probably the worst round in a long time with the party. Um, it hit me all at once, so hopefully I've got it Cookie, out of the way now. And um, Cookie, your draft team nearly outscored your real team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going well in the draft. Um, but yeah, I got 96 in overall, so... Oh. Yeah. I've got a number of problems. You weren't the only one, though, to have such a poor round because there are a number of players that had absolute stinkers. Talau, Thompson. Yeah, in injuries. Yeah, a lot of HIAs to key fantasy players. Uh, Scotty, how'd you go last week? I think I got around the average mark. I don't know, 740 or something, something like that. Yeah. I think that was around, yeah, average, around par-ish. Yep. Um, yeah, so look, I, I went down a few ranks, which is to be expected, but, you know, that's that's fantasy, isn't it? All fun and games. Yeah. And Roscoe, how about you? Yeah, just average, mate. 783. Got some BDE going on over here. So, yeah, no, it's like, to be honest, there's not much in it, is there? There's only like 80 points no. between like 20,000 ranks, so... Cool than the Crazy. Jets, but good to see that um, Cookie's got some karma going his way. <laughs> and Paulie, I was having a look at the team of the round, the, the guy that had the team of the round. Mm. Who would have ever picked that team? Here's all us guys no, that, are, that have been looking at this for six months almost going, and he picks for Nukin. Well, that's why you don't need to panic. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm being serious. I know it sounds like a bit mean, but that's why you don't need to panic because the yep. reality is, is that the people that are leading now are not going to be leading at the end of the year. So just yep. don't panic. Don't change your game plan too much. Use your eyes. That's the most important thing right now. What are you watching is what what's happening. So just use those two eyes that you've got, and everything else will fall into place. Yeah, exactly. Now. Obviously, a few things off the bat. We did, a few of us last week did say to sell Luke Garner. Um, that's potentially Luke Garner's best game in his life. Best half in his life. He scored two. Yeah. Yeah. And had, to, and had two not allowed or something as well, didn't he? Like, that was nearly his best. Yeah. As you said, Paul, that's his best half of footy ever. So I think if anyone out there saying, oh, we got that one, we got that one wrong, shouldn't kept Garner. Nah, you probably shouldn't have. He, he had his best half ever, and uh, so you have to keep that in mind. Um, uh, the other ones, guys, I know a few people held on to Brandon Smith. Um, so, and I know his name this week. What are you guys thinking about uh, Brandon Smith? Marcel. See you, champion. I said see you champion last yeah. week. So, yeah. Yeah, so my thinking is, and this is listening, this is basically straight from Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith's words were, uh, I haven't finished, I don't remember the last time I actually played out a full game or come off injured a number of times. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I have to go and get scans. Now, he did go and get scanned. Apparently, they've come up clear. 
Uh, he was particularly concerned around his back rather than uh, necessarily his ribs. But when someone's coming off the field and in an interview saying, look, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't, I haven't finished a game. That that gives me cause for concern as well. So I definitely would be getting rid of Brandon Smith this week. And before we get into the teams, guys, number one cheapie this week. Would that have to be Jacob Preston? That's the one. I think so. It's yeah, all the signs are saying that. Yeah. So everything's kind of pointing to Preston, so he might be one that you might be definitely looking at moving Brandon Smith onto. Uh, if you still have him, or possible a couple of other guys that you might be looking to move on as well. But let's jump into these teams. Manly are back uh, from the bye. They won that game against the bye. They did very well. And Josh Schuster joins the halves. Uh, Kaya Weeks is on the bench. Josh Aloia is in the 13 jersey. Um, that moves Cooper Johns back to the bench alongside uh, Sipley Harper, and interesting one to keep an eye on is Carl Lawton. If Carl Lawton gets back to the sort of minutes that he had last year or potentially even uh, Dylan Walker's minutes, he could be one to definitely look at at 250K. Uh, as for the Eels, there are no major changes in their starting 13. They are as is. Actually, their starting 17 is exactly as it was uh, last week. So Jermaine Hookgood looks like a very good captaincy option this week. Um, guys, is this the last week to jump on Bryce Cartwright? I think you've missed the boat now. To be yeah, I agree with Scotty. Paulie made a good point today that if you've, if you missed him last week, then it's probably too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably fair. Um, there's not too much else. Obviously, if you're... We're going to talk about Jerry Evans for a second, Cookie. And I've seen a few people asking about selling Nathan Cleary. Mm. If he was your only issue, maybe. But I imagine most people have got other issues to deal with this week. But would you sell Cherry Ev- uh, uh, Nathan Cleary? And is Cherry Evans then the one that you probably should be looking at if you do sell Nathan Cleary? If you've got no other, no other spot fires and your appetite's hungry for a risk, personally, I'm not going to do it because, you know, Cleary's break even is 89. He could bust that out in a week and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's where I tend to sit. I think if you're going to make the trade, you'd go the DCE one. He's probably the standout, but there's no real reason to make that trade yet. Is there, Paulie? Oh, I probably, I probably tend against it, but I understand some people are probably a little bit panicked. Yeah, yeah, not too much else there to talk about. Uh, Regan Campbell Gillard had a good score last week. Um, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Mitch Moses had a good score. Uh, so there are a couple of guys just need to keep a bit of an eye on. Might be a point later in the season where they become very, very juicy to buy. Uh, as moving on, let's go to the Knights and the Dolphins. Um, for the Knights and Dolphins, there's a lot of changes to this team because there's a lot of outs. So Tyson Gamble is at six. Uh, 
Let's see what else. Phoenix Crossland's at nine. Jack Hetherington's in the prop rotation. Brody Jones joins the second row. Uh, Leo Thompson's at lock. Ryan Rivett is on the interchange. Matt Croker, Jack Johns, Dylan Lucas. And Greg Marzu is one that's in the reserves that might force his way into the team. Uh, for the Dolphins, the main one out there is uh, Jeremy Marshall King. He's out with a suspension. Um, Cody Nicarima comes in at nine. And Ray Stone returns on the bench, pushing Mason Teague back to the reserves. All right, uh, Scotty, let's start with Newcastle. Just here for a second. There's a lot of changes here, um, and there's potentially still a lot of changes to this team, even just from game day. Do you want long story short to get this over and done with? (laughs) Yeah, I do. The only bloke I'd look at is probably Leo Thompson because he's got a good PPM and he should expect about 55 minutes. Other than that, all the rest are crap. Are you worried about locking um, out, Scotty? I think think Miller... Miller's base is is good enough to still get those thirties, but in terms of attack, he's going to struggle with try assists and and um, and tries because I because I, I just watch him in attack when we're on you know the opposition's um, defensive line and and he always stuffs up. He's never in the right position, and I don't think his passing's that crash hot either. So I don't think he's going to get many tries this either. So which is a real shame. So I think you'll get those 30s in, you know, those running sideways tackle breaks and and stuff like that. But I can't see him getting much more attacking stats than what he already has been through the year. So it's, yeah, if, if you can upgrade Miller in a couple of weeks to a Turbo or a Teddy when he bottoms out, I think that's going to be a great decision. Yep, like that. Um, Jack Hetherington being named in that prop rotation given the guys that are out, um, he could get a good couple of minutes for the next few weeks. Would he be one to watch this week and see how he goes, potentially look to bring in next week, or just don't touch him? Yeah, no. Nah. No, nah, it could take someone's head off too, so no, thank you. Yeah. Um, and a couple of things we were talking about, Scotty, just before, so people are aware. Uh, Dylan Lucas, if you've never heard of him, he's an outside back. Ryan Rivett, he's a half. He's highly... Highly rated half. Um, Jack Johns, he started last week. Uh, so there's plenty of changes that could happen to that Newcastle team in an hour before kickoff. So keep that in mind as well if you're looking at any of those guys. Um, but the Dolphins is one, Roscoe, especially for you, mate, given that you're a foundation member, how good are the Dolphins going? Yeah, I think there's probably three players like Hammer, O'Sullivan, Nichols. Um, they're probably yep. three yep. that are relevant. Um, Hammer, good on anyone who brought him in. Um, I didn't see two fifties back to back. You probably get another fifty, to be honest. Um, yeah, hard to see him not. No, in my life, I'll say he's going to get a thirty, and he's <laughs> get a bloody fifty. So, um, yeah, O'Sullivan, yep. he's a bloody good. Um, He's the little general up there, so he's doing all the work. Lots of kick meters, um, getting some goals and stuff like that. So he's one to watch. Um, Very spicy pod. And Mark Nichols getting big minutes off the bench and all that jazz. So 
He's um, yeah. probably playing his best footy of his career, to be honest. Even Cookie will attest to that, like former South player. But yeah, like he's playing some good footy, it's, albeit two matches. But yeah, those three are yeah, the, the relevant absolutely. players. And um, yeah, good on you if you pick them. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think if you've got that, do you jump on, I know with people trading a few guys out this week, I know people talking about Talal and all that sort of stuff. Do you still jump on Hammer or is he getting to a point where you just can't really pay the money for him? Mate, it's an awkward price, like low 400s, but it's awkward. It's a very awkward price. If if it doesn't go right, you're stuck with like a really hard price um, tag to, to get rid of. So it almost, you'll need two trades to trade one player out, if you know what I mean, to get enough cash to upgrade. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, if you if you trading him in, you'd want it to get to like five fifty or six hundred um, to make it worthwhile. But I just don't know. I, I I'm, I've always been wrong <laughs> with my predictions, and when it comes to outside back, so he could well do it, but I it's not for me. Yeah, uh, Paulie, where do you sit on Hammer this week in terms of bringing him in? Yeah, it's not it's not a bad call. I mean, it's just it just comes down to what it's the same as when he started the year. Like, how much do you believe in him as a player? Yeah, because because guys like that are always going to have good games. So the question is, is he had two of his best games? They just so happened to be rounds one and two. And when we look at the end of the year, you only have two or three yeah. more at that level. Or is this like his yeah. new thing? That, that's that's all you're saying. Is if you love Hammer and you just oh, the Dolphins, I love the way they play, where the hammer chimes in, he's dual position, he's still pretty cheap, then all by all means can get him. If you're thinking, oh, you know what, that's probably two of his best games. I wish I started with him because I would have got some quick cash, but, you know, he could have got those games in round seven and 13 instead of one and two, then you just got to move on. You can't you can't grab every guy just because they've got a low break even. Yeah. Can I just add one thing as well? Like Dolphins have been blessed with two home, first home ground. Like they played at Suncorp was a home match and then they yeah. played up at Redcliffe and it was another home match, their first home match yeah. in their um, their real base. So first on the road, it could, um, yeah. I, I just want to temper the expectations of Hammer getting triple 50. So. He could brain it this weekend. He could. With that, yeah, with that, Newey, with that Newey side, that's, that Newey side's a disgrace. So. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the other part. I think this week, I think if you're going to jump on him, this would be the last week to do it because he's, this is about as soft as his, his draw is going to be. And to be. If he was just a winger or just a centre, yeah. it would make it probably a no. But because he's mm. DPP... Yeah, it makes yeah. it a lot more. As yeah. the great man Cookie would say, it'd be tears in the eyes stuff if uh, Newey get up this weekend. Oh. <laughs> One of the greatest underdog stories of all time. They're only just underdogs. Just yeah. <laughs> Better than uh, cool runnings. So let's move to the biggest game of the week, Cookie. Yeah. The Cowboys and the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's right. The Roosters and the Rabbitohs. Sorry, that's the biggest game of the week. Now, for them, uh, Victor Radley is in the 13. We have Jared Warrior Hargraves returning at prop. Uh, Brandon Smith is named. Who knows what's going to happen there. Um, everything else is as per last week with 
Turpin, Hutchinson, May and Baker. Um, apparently Wong was pretty close to playing last week, but so he may still make that side. Uh, so keep an eye on late teams. As for the Bunnies, um, there's a few guys that have come back this week. Totola is in the prop rotation. Cheekam's still there in the second row. We've got Saleh Moali. Mitchell Moali apparently played with an injury last week, so he may end up missing out this game uh, with Saluka Fafita and Milne in the reserves as the main guys that might impact minutes or players. All right, Cookie, take us away. Where do you want to start on either of these teams? Uh, shall we talk about Tedesco first? Let's start with the home team. Yeah, I reckon we talk about Tedesco. Yeah. So Roscoe touched on Tedesco there before. Uh, he said that there's a bit of price dropping in Tedesco and there's definitely some price dropping. Um, they go on a buy in yeah. round four. Th- that means that by round five, you're starting to, he might get to a price come the end of round five, round six. It's pretty decent. What are you thinking there in, in terms of Tedesco? Yeah. I've seen some people who own Teddy that want to sell him, and I just think it's madness. Did they not learn their lesson last year when they did similar things? And then he's going to people are going to pick him out when he pick him up when he's bottom out, and he's going to start braining it. Yeah. Yep, that's happened to many a fantasy player that they trade Tedesco out early because he hasn't been going well or something's not been happening and. All of this, and then all of a sudden he starts braiding it, and then you have to try and trade him back in. No. Joseph Suwali, he's the other one. He got 60 last week after he's 30 in round one. Yeah. So that gives him a 45 average with, and that DPP. Obviously, last week it was increased with mm. the two tries. Um, he's up against Campbell Graham this week, so I'm very interested in Oh, that. well, that should be... That yeah. should be an easy 40 this week because he should get a try against Campbell. Yeah, we'll see. And Jackson Paulo was the other one, Cookie. He had a really good game last week too. Yeah, he got, you know, the Warriors lost players and their edge defence was woeful. So, he oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Go, Thompson. Egan, Bu- Egan Butcher. Uh, Scotty, what's your thoughts on Egan Butcher? Oh, I think to be fair, he got he got his break even forty four. Um, he hasn't got any attacking stats, which is you know you can see it both ways. Obviously, he's playing a lot of decoy. He's been the decoy there. Um, if he gets any attacking upside, it looks like he'll go into those fifties. I think there's too much carnage this week just to to get rid of him. So I think he's yeah, a problem. Problem. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, Cookie. I think he's a problem for another week. Yeah. It possibly that round four sell. I need to have the funds to be able to get Tohu. So if I can download Butcher, then I'll have... Who are you downloading If he's getting 45s without getting the ball, fair dinkum, that's pretty bloody good. Egan Butcher to um, Preston and Cheese to Tohu, and then I can get Bird or Walsh the week after. This isn't the cookie show. We can talk about that afterwards. (laughs) Yes, so there is definitely some uh, interest in selling no, Egan saying, Butcher. I, I can see why you'd sell Butcher because they've got to buy the week after. He gets another 40. You're going to have made no money in four weeks. And he does look a bit of a flutter yeah. on that edge. He's run, dropping the ball. He's giving penalties. He's getting a lot of them. Yeah, two weeks ago in the trial, he didn't look like a plotter. That's, That's sure. crazy. 
He's getting hospital passes. Yeah, that was against the very weak and like, we can't take child forming into real consideration. Everyone does though. That's why we all jumped off hammer and stuff. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> um, let's jump over to the bunnies because Isaac Tuitupu Thompson. Now, ever since he's got this extra last name, he's been trash cooking. Yeah, well, <laughs> what 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 did you expect last week against Nathan Cleary, who's got the best bombs in the game? No one was really in a catch. Well, it. Luttrell wasn't because he was bloody. He sold his winger short, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah. We were never going to win that battle. We're on the back foot all the time and didn't have much attacking opportunity. Like, I'm not worried about him. I think he's got the pedigree to bounce back. I think he'll score better this week and I think he's a hold. Yeah. Um, I, I'm somewhere in between. I think his dual position makes him valuable. I don't know whether he's necessarily a hold yet. You'd really want to see him score this week and to, to kind of push that uh, scoring along. Uh, people bought in Lachlan Ilias last week. I hope they weren't disappointed. Um, one I particularly want to talk to you about, Cookie, I'm, I'm wondering, it hasn't really come up a lot. And I don't think, I think that's mainly because he's not going to get bought at this stage. But I think in the back half of the season, when you're looking at a gun edge, Colin Matungi has started the season really well. Yeah, he has. He's in for a very big year. I think he's got two sixties back to back. Um, yeah, and he's looking very, very good. Yeah, so I th- he might be one as you start to look for that second role that you start to talk about. Um, yeah, obviously, guys like Cook and Murray—they're people that you need to start considering for your team. Um, they're always going to be very good. Moving on to the Titans and the Storm. Uh, Hold on, let's address something. Ross down the bottom said, why do you have to bring up Keon? Because he's quality, mate. That's why we had to bring him up. We'd moved on. He scored two 60s in a row, exactly as you said. He said, exactly as you said. Two 60s in a row. That's why we're bringing him up. So we move on now? Okay, cool. So, Khan Pereira is still in the team. Philip Sammy moves out to the wing with Brian Kelly returning from suspension. Tanner Boyd is still in the team, thankfully for some people. Chris Randall is in at nine. Fodder Waker is in prop. Uh, Aaron Clark switches back to the bench. Joe Vuna is on the bench, along with Isaac Faisal and Mala Ali. Um, Sam McIntyre drops out. Uh, for the Storm, there's been a couple of changes this week with Remus Smith, Justin Olam in the centres, Xavier Coates on one wing. Uh, Tui Kamakamika uh, in the prop alongside Christian Welsh. Uh, Jonah Pezzett. Uh, Tarek Sims join the interchange and a couple of those guys from last week drop out. Um, Tanner Boyd, Roscoe. Yeah, mate. That was possible. Hopefully, hopefully that was his worst game all year from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit worried. I, I've traded him. So see you, mate. I, it's just, I just don't think he's hit the ground running. You, I mean, We've all said it, and Cookie just said you need to start fast. So uh, it's a bit worrying. I, we all had the um, last year's stats when he brained it, but it just hasn't come to fruition. So, yeah, I'm a bit worried. I've moved him on. Yeah, it does make you a bit nervous. I can. I think I'm going to hold him this week, particularly because of that dual position. 
um, and some of the rumour around Adam Dewey, but it, it might be one that I look to start moving on very soon, that's for sure. Uh, what about you, Scotty? How do you feel about Tanner Boyd? Gone! Yeah, he's gone this week. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, outside of that, uh, Fafita's been looking relatively good with a couple of good scores recently. Tino had a good score. Um, those sort of guys you probably needed to start with, otherwise it doesn't really matter. Uh, Khan Pereira holds his spot, not that he's done anything worth keeping. Um, Stimson's there. Not too much else to talk about, really, from that. Fafita? Yeah. I want that bad boy. I want Fafita. He's in that he's in that position of gun edge back rower. So at some point you're going to have to get him in, or a gun edge back rower. Unfortunately for most of us, how we structured our teams, it's probably going to be a situation where that's going to have to happen later in the year. I'm hoping to um, get Campbell's price down. Keep those little bench cameos up, son. So when you start at fullback, oh, straight in the team. Yeah, that's a nice shout. Nice shout. I like that one. Um, well, let's go over to Melbourne, Paulie. And probably the big one here is Christian Welsh. You've got Liero, Katoa. Um, oh, sorry, Harry Grant is the big one I meant. My apologies. Uh, and then Liero, Katoa just got caught up reading. Uh, so, Paulie, Harry Grant this week, is he looking like a captaincy option? Yep. He's in the top three, I think, with Hopgood and Murray um, and DCE. So, top four. Um, any of those yeah. should, should be pretty um, anything else in that side? I know Warbrick hasn't really. He's, he's a hold. He's played well enough to be a hold. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still in the team with every, all those outside backs coming back. So he's still in the team. So... Yeah. Well, he deserves it. I mean, he's played, he's looked pretty good. So they, that look, there's a lot of problems there, mainly due to injury, but also some of those good players leaving, obviously, to the Dolphins. Um, so, you know, Warbrick. Yeah. The, the more players they can get back on deck just improves Warbrick's stock. So Olam being back improves Warbrick's um, position quite a, you know, and, and, and even though they're playing on the sides, but just, just the overall ability and, you know, Tamakamita. But, yeah, they need a couple more back, obviously. They need Pat yep. back and and um, hopefully he still keeps his spot even with Pat back. Um, Cookie... Nelson's injury probably means that Tarek has to definitely play uh, as part of the middle rotation. Yeah. So that probably is good for Liero and Katoa at this stage. Yeah, I'm not worried about them. I think they're still going to make good money and you just, you know, you're happy with how they're going. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much spot on. Um, any else, anything else there, Roscoe, uh, Scotty, that we probably should be looking at? No, nah, you've done a good job. No, no, no. Sweet. Let's roll on. All right, Cowboys, Warriors. As I said this before, this is the game of the round. I uh, should get really excited for this one. Tom Chester is at fullback with Shibasaki in the centres, um, replacing Drinkwater and Hiku. Uh, their forward pack is exactly as it was, and their interchange is exactly as it was. But interestingly, amongst the reserves is Luki, Sadrugu, Dunn, and Elliot, surprised that Elliot wasn't in the team to start with. So there could be some late changes to the Cowboys side. As for the Warriors, Tane Tuipiki, 
uh, is at fullback replacing Charles Nickel-Clockstad. And Mitch Barnett moves into the second row, replacing Jackson Ford. Bunty Afoa starts at prop. Uh, Bailey Sirenen moves on to the interchange. The other interesting one to note is that Jazz Tavanga is in the reserves. Um, he made his comeback game in New South Wales Cup last week and only played about 20 minutes, so I imagine he'll get another game in New South Wales Cup. Uh, let's start with the main one that everybody owns, and that's Jackson Ford, Paulie. What do we do with Jackson Ford? Oh, you couldn't argue if someone needs to move him on. That's for sure. Um, he's still got, to mine, he's still got price rises in him, but, you know, this is a win. With buys, this is a win now season. Like, it just, buys has changed everything. So... You know, yep. you're going to have Penrith players out. You're going to have other guys injured. And you're going to take Jackson forward. I mean, he's dual position, but far out. It's going to be hard. If you can hold on to him and not suffer this week, then kudos to you. But it's going to be I think there's something good in his favour is that I thought Curran would start there, but Barnett moving from middle to edge, that tells me that Ford's going to slot straight back into edge. Curran's yeah, injured, though. Well, Curran's injured as well. He might not even play this week. Mm. Yeah. But it's um, yeah, it's good signs. I think Ford's he's he's pretty good pedigree, so he's shown that he's he's a decent yeah. fantasy scorer. Yeah, I'll, I'll so I think you've got a, I think you've got a hold for this week, um, particularly just to see if he is named there next week. If he's not named named in the second round next week, then yes, he's definitely a sell. But I think you you've got the opportunity to hold him for a week and see what happens. So definitely there, but that's probably the big one. Um, in, Nickel in both star. of these teams. Yeah. Nickel clocks are same, same thing. Yeah. Um, they would have been so happy with round one and then it's just gone pear-shaped. So, you know, it's the same deal. It's like, far out, what do you do? Um, you know, first, you need him back a week after. I think he's almost identical to Jackson Ford. It's yeah. like, ideally, you're keeping him, but if you can't, then you just, you've got to make that move. But you can't. I don't think you can wait. I don't think you can wait on decisions. I think you just if you if you're feeling it, I think you've got to be bold this year. The winner the winner of the comp will be a bold winner. Yeah. Yep. Um but the, a note on Warriors players that they, they have the buy in round twelve, so it's really favorable with Broncos. Yep. Um one there to kind of talk about Cookie, you touched on him in someone that you're looking to trade in this week. And that's Tohu Harris with a couple of big scores back to back. Uh, Eighty-minute games, and it's the minutes thing that makes Tohu really tempting. Yeah, even if he comes back to sixty-five, seventy minutes, I still think he's going to score mid to high fifties. Um, he's got that PPM back from before he did his ACL, so I think you know if you don't get on him soon, he's going to get up above eight hundred k. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think that's someone that people can definitely be looking at trying to get in. Um. As for the Cowboys side, there's not really a lot there to talk about. Reese Robson had a bit of a disappointing week. He, um, so that's one one to Cook, one to Robson now in the in the tally of who's the <laughs> who's the better hooker. Um, it's probably more about who's in the reserves than anything else now for the Cowboys. Uh, Helam Lukey is probably the big one if he gets a starting second row spot at some point soon. Roscoe, he's one that we probably should jump on. Yeah, probably. 
Um, but outside of that, Lenti, is there anyone else on the Cowboys side that we probably need to be looking at? Oh, I don't think if you're looking to bring someone, if you've got Robson and Cotter, you're not getting rid of them. But Best is probably not worth it. He's only there for three weeks till drink water comes back. You might... Yep. Yeah, so so with, with Chester there, the Cowboys do get a couple of favourable games over the next couple of weeks, so he could score relatively well. Um, but, yeah, probably probably one to avoid. Um, yeah, outside of that, I'm not, nothing really excites me there about the Cowboys team. Um, moving to the Broncos and Dragons, Reese Walsh lit the field up last week uh, and tore the Cowboys to shreds. Jesse Arthur joins the team on the wing with Corey on drinking through a straw of oats uh, out with a fractured jaw. Uh, Corey Jensen's at prop alongside Payne Haas and the rest of their team is pretty much as it was with Dean Mariner in the reserves, a possible chance of coming in. As for the Dragons, they came out with a win last week, surprising most people. Um, Jaden Sullivan's at six still, which is just interesting to keep in mind with Talatau Amon in the reserves. Uh, Moses Embai starts at nine. Murdoch Masilla holds his spot, although he didn't look like he was going to do much last week. Jack Bird's at 13. Um, and still no real mention of where uh, Jack DeBellin is at this stage. So it might be the last real chance to jump on Jack Bird before before he gets to a point where it's really unreachable. Um, let's start Broncos first, Lenty, and let's talk about Reese Walsh. Oh, what an he enigma. Really yeah, he smashed it last week. I think if you can get him in, then you laugh, and if you don't have other issues. But me, myself, I've got other issues to sort out first. But, yeah, if I could, I'd bring Walsh in. Definitely he was... Killing it in that next five game run they've got. Yeah, it's really favourable for them. So, yeah, he should be. Yeah. Yep, no, definitely like that. Um, Roscoe, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, these guys are guns. Get in your team if you can. Agree. Yeah, they're guns, mate. I don't have both of them. I'm Dabo. I ended up spending too much money on Murray and he's getting dragged. Important times of the game, so yeah, did myself in there. I would have been better off getting Carrigan, Carrigan and Haas guns, mate. Get them in. As much it was um tough to watch the Cowboys lose, it was almost worse for me to watch how quickly my uh my rank was rolling backwards just by not having one of Carrigan or Haas in the team. So I definitely recommend people try and get them in. New bash brothers, Uh, gotta have them. Yep, absolutely. Adam Reynolds has had a couple of good scores. I hope people aren't really looking at him, though, because we've been down this road before. Um, and Herbie Farnworth as a centre has been relatively consistent as well. Um, might be someone down the track that people need to start considering, but probably not a right now. Uh, as for the Dragons, Terrell Sloan had a pretty good game last week um, at that cheap win fullback price. He's someone that people might consider especially for someone like Talau, who is out with concussion. Uh, Murdoch Masilla, Scotty, you brought him in last week. No, I started with him at the start of the season, but... Um, Sorry, you started with him. Are you happy now that you made that choice? 
Yeah, I think he might be a little bit of a slow burn, but there's some positive signs. Um, he just needs, hopefully, gets a bit more involved. Um, but yeah, he looks what played 75 minutes or 70 minutes. Um, yep. So yeah, there's only upside with him. His base basement price. So you know, hopefully, he gets a few tackle breaks and get a meat pie at some point, and that'll skyrocket him. Yeah. Who's he going to be running at? Adam Reynolds all day. You hope so. You, like you hope that's your plan that he's running Adam Reynolds, absolutely. Um, and that brings us to Jack Bird, Paulie. Um, did you end up getting him in last week? No, last week um, I did not. So I thought he went very well, but he didn't go up much in price. So I think it's easy to make that move this week if you can. And I probably probably can still get him next week, to be honest. I feel like he's... Unless he, the danger is, is that he always loves playing against Brisbane because you know he have that time up there. And go well, yeah. Obviously, he scores yeah. tries against him. Like that, that'd be the danger. I think. I think there's an ambush coming in this game. I think the Dragons are going to win. Uh, Paulie Walsh versus so, Bird. If you were to make a snap decision for the fan, yeah, it's so fifty-fifty. They're both. Mm. They're both going to have. Really, so I mean, I mean, to be honest, I know everyone's on Ty Harris. Jeez, Walsh and Bird double far out. Far out. That'd be a good double and to bring in this one week, I like. Walsh and Bird. Bird's dual position. I'm going Bird. I really like, I really like picking up Bird this week if you can because it really solves a tricky a tricky position. They're not going to have a buy for the next um, 14, weeks, 14 weeks or something. He's not going to play Origin. It does solve that tricky centre position. I think... Jack Bird would be a very, very smart pickup if you can get him in this. I agree. And he's playing that hybrid like ball playing thirteen. So good. He's like a yeah. or he's like a second five eight hey Scott. Yeah, he's um scores against the Broncos. The last three have been one of them was in the fifties and then he got sixty one and sixty three or something. So he's got a pretty high average against the Broncos playing at lock, so I think he plays. I think he'll play more minutes this, over the next few weeks too. Like yeah. he had that little injury over the preseason, yeah. they would have just eased him in last week. So I think he'll play bigger minutes too over the next few weeks. Hundred yeah. percent. I agree with Lenty there for sure. I think he goes probably up to sixty minutes yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, and then he work back up to that probably seventy-ish minutes because he's so important to that side. Yeah, he's very. It's probably a better trade than Tohu, to be honest. Well, potentially. Yeah. I think so. I, I think there's does... so many good mids. Like, I just think it, it'd be great if we had three or four trades. That would be awesome luxury trade. But Jack Bird. Yeah. Yep. Does anyone, yep. in, in regards, I know we're backtracking here, does anyone in regards to Tohu worry about to, uh, Tavango coming back on the bench? Yeah, I do. They've got it a lot of issue. middles to come it's back, strong. don't they? But there's so many players there mm-hmm. that can adjust things. And it's the same problem with Jackson 4. You just don't know what. Still think Tohu's going to get close to seventy minutes. No, it's big call. That's fine, Thanks. but it's risky. If he does, if he gets that seventy minute mark, Tohu Tohu's going to be an absolute steal at his at his price. It's just yeah, it's going to be the question around minutes. Um, Tavanga comes back this. I reckon he might come back this week for Josh Curran. Uh, so there's probably that spot. That means that in a, in their best side, 
Bailey Sirenen probably drops out to Vungers in there with Curran. Um, so I'm not really sure where you min- where that minute uh, situation ends up because Aiden Fanua Blake could drop down in minutes. Um, I know Barnett's been playing big minutes uh, starting at prop, so it could be com- a whole range of things could happen. So possibly a one to be more cautious on and maybe consider Jack Bird. I don't mind that. Um, anything else there, guys, that we want to quickly touch on? Nah, I think that's all good. Oh, sweet. Thanks, Linty. All right, let's move to the Dogs and the Tigers. Now, for the Dogs, Perham is still at fullback, although he's been disappointing from a fantasy perspective. Alamotti is starting to look better. Uh, Marnie's still there. He's been going pretty well. Jacob Preston, the gun cheapy. Everybody should be considering trying to get in this week if they can. Uh, Fatella Mariner's in the 13, which is also pretty good. Ryan Sutton's still going along very well. Uh, Franklin Palais is the only real prop on that bench, although he does tend to play low minutes, which might be really good for Sutton. Um, Waddell is there. As for the Tigers, there's a few changes and a few things to kind of talk about because none of these are necessarily fixed. So Charlie Staines is at fullback. Toa is in at the centres. Um, Junior Tupu is in the side. Uh Dewey is named at 5'8", although there have been some rumours saying that he is carrying an injury. Might have to wait and see that one as it gets a bit closer. Kepeoa is in the second row. Uh, Fenua Pole is at lock. We've got Brandon Wakeham on the bench with the other two starting locks from the last two games, Twal and Offa Hangali on there as well. Uh, Brandon Tumuth is still there. And in the reserves, we have Matamua, Seafarth, Bateman, as well as guys that could potentially come into this team. Um, I think I want to talk about Jacob Preston first up, Linty. Mm-hmm. We, touched it, we touched on him at the start of the show. But, geez, he looks like a really good player. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... he... If you can sew up that sort of that edge spot there for the next few weeks, he'll make some good coin for everyone as well. But yeah, he just looks, he gets through his work. He looks good, looks solid. He's got some attacking upside to him as well. So he's, yeah, I'm bringing him in this week. Um, yeah. So definitely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, I like that. Um, Cookie, Matt Burton probably hasn't <clears throat> done what owners were hoping he would do. Is he one that now, given all the other spot fires, you kind of have to hold and just hope he comes good? Mm, yeah, probably, um, if you've got him. But then again, I could see an argument for selling to someone like an Adam Reynolds, who I think is going to do lots of goal-kicking the next five weeks because I think Brisbane are going to put the points on him. Sorry, Paulie, I think they're going to beat the Dragons very easily. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I apologise, man. I don't even know. <laughs> Paulie, um, Alamotti, he probably hasn't given given us the uh, scores that a few of us were hoping for yet, but he's definitely one to kind of wait and hold and, and hope that those scores come in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I thought he was good. Can he just get 46? 
Did he get 46? I didn't remember that. Yeah, he yeah. killed Perrin got 43 as well. So it's not... Oh, really? Yeah, 46, 46 is great. Without a try or one break. Great. Alamotti killed it. I apologise that, guys. I apologise. I'm sorry. I misread, misread some of those. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Still better um, than Cookie. Um, Jacob Carraz has had a couple of really good scores in the last few weeks Um, probably one of those runs that some wingers go on so probably wouldn't be considering getting him Um, outside of that probably not too much else to touch on there at the doggies I think with their forwards, though, I heard like they're on the radio. Seraldo was on the radio there. He reckon he said TPJ was still four or five weeks away. Are you um so concerned then, T, about Ryan Sutton only getting the forty-two minutes last week? Does that concern you? Oh, nah, they were dominating that. Game. Yeah, they were killing. We're taking it. in the context of the game. I think, like, yeah, with TPJ still four or five, and like Timmy said earlier, Palais being the only. <coughs> excuse me traditional front rower on that bench. I mean, Waddell can play middle as well, and Farmanu Brown can too. But, yeah, I think it, it looks good for Sutton. Um, Maxi King as well. I think they're going to play some big minutes over the next few weeks. So. Bulldog, Bulldogs are making so much money. If you've got any Bulldogs player, you're laughing. Yeah, yeah Max King, do we want to touch on him briefly? Oh, I think there's heaps of players. Max King, Reed, Seven. Martin. Uh-huh. There's heaps of it. Ryan yeah. Sutton, they're all playing well. And, and there's not a, there's yeah. not a lot of... Bench like there's not a lot of time for the bench, so they're just getting. Yeah, they're I pretty, don't know yeah. if necessarily you'd be bringing in Max King this week. I, I, given his price and everything, I think you can kind of watch him go by. I, I wouldn't be looking at his price and going, "Oh yeah, I definitely need to get him in." Um, would probably be my only thing there, though, Cookie. He is an option, though, for someone looking around that price point. Like, if you can't, don't have a lot of money to upgrade yeah. if you're getting rid of cheese or something. But, yeah, um, I think, yeah, they, they shocked everyone last week with how well they went, especially after round one. Um, yeah, they're going to make some good money, yeah. though. If you yeah, bring it in Preston and another doggy, then, yeah, fair enough. We can yeah. see why you're doing it. Yeah. Don't jump into the, the false sense of security, though. The, the storm was so trash and they were yeah. well, yeah, down in trip. So, yeah, don't get sucked. Yep. Um, moving over to the Tigers, Paulie, and where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start with their performance and just do, talk do fantasy. We... Yeah. Dewey yeah. has had some good fantasy scores. Um, is a possible captaincy option this week, I guess. Can they just bloody pass on the ball? Fair dinkum. It's very frustrating. Apparently, apparently he didn't train today, and I've just been reading the Tigers' like social sites, you know, all the gossip, and they reckon he's out. So you might want to leave halves cover with them being the Sunday game. If he's laid out and you've got no halves cover, he could be down to six. Tricky Trindle. Well Unlike you, mate, most of us started with Cleary, so Trindle's, yeah. so Trindles in a half is cover, mate. Boy, if I sell Boyd, <laughs> Oh, tomorrow, Martin, welcome, baby. <laughs> Everyone's coming back. Oh, jeez. 
Why would Dewey be out, by the way? Just curious. Apparently he's got an injury and he isn't trained either. And what's his injury? Well, the team didn't train the other day and he ended up playing last week, so. He was was fine. I don't really understand. Like, I watched the game, obviously, and I didn't see him go down except with cramp. And maybe he pulled a bloody heartstring or something because Gamble gave it to him now. No one second by Tyson Gamble, even I wouldn't want him. I can't oh. play rugby league wits, but you know, still, I'm pretty sure like I didn't see him go down with a real injury. Just it was just yeah. So might be one. Just I imagine that's one that'll come out in the next couple of days if that's going to be the case. Because as he start, if he misses a few more training sessions between now and Sunday, then someone else is going to start talking about it rather than just the forums. Can we talk um, about Bateman, Paulie? Oh, that's a good idea. I was about to say that. Yeah. Oh, you take it away, Roscoe. No, nah, well, like, I, I was, I got him in draft um, early. Typical. Um, much to everyone's surprise. But, yeah, Paulie, I, he's got to play, right? I pap out, Bateman in. They've pretty so. much snooking oh. themselves. They've got to play him now. You think so. Um you know, why named as a reserve? I don't know. Tim Sheens, you know, it's got his stamp all over it. Um, but, yeah, oh, oh, this is another game that could be another ambush. Like, you know, everyone's talking about how, oh, they're so bad. It's like, yeah, they're so bad. And meanwhile, the dogs, who haven't done much for years, are going to come home to their according to their spiritual home. But they could... You know, they could barely it up. I mean, how many games have they won at Belmore lately? Not many. Yeah. Not not enough to make it. That's why I said, dangerous. like, them beating the Storm last week, it's a bit of a false hope because the Storm was so bad. It's huge because what it does is it just creates this false narrative around. It's like when the Titans beat the Tigers in round one. And you're like, oh, well, they'll kill the Dragons. No one, no one rates them anything. And then, of course, the Dragons wipe the floor with them. So... Yeah, we'll see because the, dog, the dogs have got a lot of injuries as well. Um, they're very weak up the middle. So, so if Dewey yeah. plays poorly, is he in for a big? Well, I think Dewey and Bateman will, will be on the right, and and at some point, Sheens is going to have to direct Corusel or wake him if he's going to play a bit of dummy half. They they got to go right, you know. And if Dewey's out, then it then it's going to be something related to why he didn't do much kicking. You know, maybe there was something from the round one game that we don't, that they didn't report, yeah. you know, and then that, and that's why they've said, oh, well, he's a bit of a passenger, so they're just going to rule him out. But obviously if he's named at six, you know, unless they get special dispensation, they're going to give him up to the kick. Yeah. Yeah, no, that looks that looks pretty much spot on there, Paulie. Um, the thing that I'm really interested in is the fact that we've got our third lock in three weeks um, with pole. I know that we're, I know Griffo got, got a little bit of a uh, hard piece of wood down there when he saw Alex Swall hit back-to-back 50s. Um, one from the bench, one at starting lock. What's going to happen there around that, around Fenilla Pole's position? Do you reckon he starts at lock this week? Yeah, I'd say so. Yep. So that'll impact Twal's minutes, or will he still get the same sort of minutes? Not fantasy relevant. He might get the same minutes. Oh. He just probably plays that 25, 30, and then Twal comes on, plays the rest of the game. Yeah. 
Nice. Oh, I'm only asking for Griffo. We know we know the, the bloke's going to have already max traded. So, um, yeah, as Griffo said, the try is coming as soon as he gets that try. Griffo's on him for. I think he's got a rolling bet now of twelve any time try scorer. Um, as moving on, we have the Raiders and the Sharks as the final game of the round. Uh, Chris is still at fullback. Hopewadi is on the wing. Um, outside of that, the only other chain, only other thing worth noting is that Trey Mooney has come onto the interchange, and Atta Mariota is out of the side um, injury. Outside of that, nothing really important to no no important changes in the Raiders side. As for the Sharks. Uh, Trindle is still at halfback. Hamlin Ueli and Toby Ruboff are the props. Uh, Royce Hunt is there on the interchange. Uh, one worth keeping an eye on. He may end up starting. Uh, Dale Finucane, if you want to try and copy the the person who won the round this week, he had Dale Finucane in his team. Uh, Teague Wilton looked, is starting to look pretty good and... That's kind of all there really is there on that part. Um, Raiders-wise, Lenty. Tarpanay had a really good score, helping out owners last week. Yeah, he did. Ricky pulled Ricky Stewart pulled the Ricky again and gave him less minutes, but he's, yeah, his PPM was through the roof. Yeah, 63 and 47 minutes or something like that. So, yeah, it was pleasing to see as an owner of Big Smoke and Joe. Um, mm-hmm. You just hope he, yeah, he gets back to the. It, it would be the consistent minutes. That, yeah, those consistent minutes for Tarpanay would be really nice. Just around that 60 mark would be really, really back nice. Back-to-back games in Queensland. He's back down south. He's back, baby. That, may, back. that may, yeah, it may make a difference. Yeah, now they're back in Canberra and stuff. So, yeah, see how it yeah. plays out, really. But, yeah, if you've got him, you're definitely not getting rid of him if you looking for him, then, yeah, you'd probably give him another week or two maybe, but, yeah, he should do well. Oh, Paulie, did you, did well, you well, sell him? Do he's injured, if that was a good call or not. Did, Paulie, did you sell Tarpano? I just, I, I'm not calling it a sell. I'm just calling it a swap. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Who did you swap in? Do we? I want. I wanted um, Adam Dewey. Yeah, yeah right. I, I can see it. Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad then. Like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of them good mids around. So yeah. Yeah. I had. I I was very late at mids. Yeah. I'm still very happy with my mid. No, that, no, that wasn't a bad shout at all in the end. No, if Dewey doesn't play, it turns it, it will turn into a bad shout. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, but if Dewey plays this week, I think he'll score well. So it'll be fine. And Harley Smith Shields is there for people that picked him up at the start of the season. Um, he will. Mm-hmm. He's just plodding along, making a little bit of cash. Uh, he's still got a few weeks left before um, Savage kind of gets back. So, yeah. Um, nothing else major to talk about. There was no one else that really jumped out at me. Starling didn't go anywhere near as good this week, even though he was. I think he's still got a forty-five or something like that. Um, just didn't have the try and those other attacking stats. Um, 
So nothing else really for me in the Raiders. Moving on to the Sharks, Braden, Braden Trindle had a 50-something last week, if I can remember correctly. Um, yeah, 54. Yep. Yeah. Uh, T. Wilton looked really good. Cookie, you you were the you kind of suggested Trindle right at the start. Yeah, you ha- you happy with him? Yeah, I am, and um, yeah, I think this might be the last week with him though. Going off what Hines was saying today, doing some work in the community, and he was saying he's back next week, but we'll see. See, I'm. I don't know. I've I've heard some different stuff around that. That might be a little bit of a smoke and mirrors ploy. Well, if it's if they win this week, he, you know, he might not play next week. If they lose, I think he's definitely back next week. Maybe. Um, anything else there, Scotty, Roscoe, you guys want to talk about? Teague's kind of at a really tricky price if you haven't already started with him. Nah, he's... Nah, nothing else. Yeah, should have went Teague over Butcher, but oh well, you win some... See, Butcher could still end up paying off. Or at the very least, you've got another week to make a decision on Butcher, that's for sure. Um, Anything else there, guys, that we want to touch on? Any other teams? Because that's the last team in the round, and we've done that in about 45 minutes. No, I don't think so, Good stuff, Timmy. I just wanted to say one thing. Uh, Paulie, anything else for you? Any other takeaways from the from the round so far? Now that we've had a buy, we've had all the other bits and pieces happen. I think the big takeaway is with your two trades: are you going to go two big heavy hitters, or are you going to go one bigger name and one cheap big one? Got to make your money. I think that's where people are going to land this yeah. round. Yep, uh, and keep in mind that you get three trades. Uh, after round six, so for the round seven, you'll have three trades up your sleeve. Um, so keep that in mind in terms of your, if you're a part of that max trade gang that's already done two trades and looking at doing another two trades as well this week. Um, outside of that, guys, please make sure you join us in the LMC Discord or equally make sure you share this with people. Um, try and share it through your socials. Otherwise, just tell them about it. Send them, get some foot traffic going, get them here, get them listening to our pod. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night with our Q&A. Uh, Cookie is normally pretty excited to to be a big part of that one. Um, Cookie, before people ask it, should they trade in ja- Jacob Preston this week? Yes. I think you have to. It's close to must, must have. Yeah. So there you go, guys. You can save that question rather than ask it next week, um, ask it tomorrow night. Um, outside of that, though, please make sure you jump into the LMC Discord, ask questions for tomorrow night. Or if you can't ask the questions, make sure you listen to Paulie and Luke on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Thursday show started yet, Paulie? Uh, I don't think we're doing a Thursday show at this stage, but we will have a show. We will have a video tomorrow with an ex-fantasy champion. Oh, ex fantasy champion. Yeah, how to do early, how to navigate early rounds. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that is all there is tonight. There isn't any more. Have a good night. Bye for now.